All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Coming in Hot is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Coming In Hot. Brent Wallace alongside uh, Jason York and Bobby Ryan. By the way, both players played for the Detroit Red Wings and Ottawa Senators, so they will be completely impartial on anything we might discuss in today's show. Um, <laughs> Great leader. If there's even anything to discuss, guys, I'm not sure. It seems pretty quiet after that weekend. <laughs> no, we'll move right past it. <laughs> yeah. Must be other stuff um, to talk about. There'll be some other stuff. <laughs> I'm sure we can discuss Eric Brandstrom at some point. Is uh, Let's, by the way, today has not gone well for me, so I don't know how this show is going to go. Um, What's going I on? just got a new coffee maker and I went to make, it's a Keurig, put the coffee pot, uh, mug under and then went over to pet the dog this morning, came back, coffee everywhere. Mm-hmm. I put the mug upside down. No, that's a rough start. <laughs> okay. that's, a, that's a rough start to the week. Wait, it's not mm. over. Okay. Mm-hmm. Later in the day, I had to go get a gift card from Tim Hortons to send uh, it in the mail. I drove right past the speaker. <laughs> I've done that before. I've done that before. So, anywho, that's how today so, may go for it. Actually, to clarify, though, once you're up at the thing, do they let you order from there, or did you have to wheel it around? <laughs> well, and luckily, there was a car in front of me, and so I, I stopped for a second, and I went, oh, I haven't, so I backed up a little. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's how about how about this one i forgot to tell you guys about this last week when i was up in elmira last weekend visiting my son 
they played this team. They beat them 7-1. The, the team they had beaten lost the night before. So the team gets mopped back-to-back nights, and they got a six-hour bus drive. This is the other team. The bussy on the way out of the parking lot hits one of the player's parents' car, and I could hear I could hear the bus scraping against the car, like just like just like oh, and the bussy comes out. They had the I don't even think he knew he hit it. They destroyed the guy's entire car. So you imagine the players sitting on the bus. You just lost seven one. Now you got to get out for the accident. Sit there. Wait and then get on your way. Like, oh, yeah. The car, uh, car completely totaled the whole side of it. Just, <laughs> just done. Well, everything's going great over here, guys. <laughs> I, had a, I had a real nice lunch with Lindsay's dad. We hung out. Uh, Lindsay's and I wow. are knocking this house out. Things are going great. So thanks for asking. <laughs> well, maybe you could buy a mic stand later. Okay, I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> Bob's living, and he Bob's a minimalist now. Look at the background; just a white background, <laughs> nothing to see there. That is it. Yeah, yeah. The, I don't uh, know what I paid, and I didn't pick it, so that's perfect. <laughs> I uh, I just like to point out today I received in the mail uh, one uh, Bobby Ryan uh, Christmas card. That makes me happy. Ryan I wasn't sure if I had enough stamps to get to Canada. So perfect. I, <laughs> nice. I do. I want to say thank you. I'm just curious, but like. You didn't sign it or nothing. You just stuck it in an envelope. Lindsay did the envelope and away it went. No, I did the envelope. I did it all. Uh, I sat down and wrote out almost a hundred no. of those things. Uh, address. And apparently there's a way to do it where you just type the address in. Uh, Yorkie, Gavin, you guys will get yours here soon. But uh, I was just nailing single dad stuff on last week. So wow. <laughs> I think I, uh... You will not get a card from me. We used to do like, because when the kids were little, it was a whole production. Family pictures, the kids in matching sweaters, get it done. And then off goes a lit. And now we don't even bother. I don't even think we send Christmas cards anymore. So no. you guys aren't getting any. That's my first and probably last. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Well, we appreciate it. Anyway, uh, thank you very much. All right. Uh, we're going to get into the Detroit stuff in one sec. But first, uh, the internet has been let's just say awfully vile last weekend with after all this stuff if i i don't want our chat to get that way and if it does we'll probably end up muting stuff so just can we just be respectful for today i just i can't fathom the nonsense that's happened all weekend and so i would just like to keep this to a regular (laughs) conversation i wasn't even paying attention (laughs) (laughs) it is wild it's wild. I just have a nice smoky old fashioned. Yeah, I'll watch the games when I get back on Sunday. And it's great when you watch games when you when we had tape and you just go over everything. Oh, what's going on here? A little melee in front of it. Oh boy. That's not good. <laughs> yeah, it's been a it's been a I guess it's not 48 hours yet, but it's it's been volatile. I I yeah. made it a point not to say anything yesterday because I was like, this is too much. So well, and I think you Someone went at you at one point. Uh, oh, someone yeah. came yeah, at yeah. me, and I'm like, I, I don't like yeah. I. Let the league handle it. Like I, I. Okay, hang on. Yeah. So, uh, before we start, this show is brought to you by Botano, as always, our proud presenting sponsor, the 2023 EGR Award winner of the year for both the best sportsbook operator of the year and best in-play sports operator. Visit Botano.ca, download their award-winning app, the fastest, most user-friendly advanced betting app for your mobile or tablet. Hundreds of betting options for all things hockey, and nearly. Every other sport on the planet, live in-game betting and the most competitive odds in the market. With Botano, the game starts now. And Bobby. As always, our show is brought to you by our partners at BEI, a heavy civil general contractor in both the 
public and private, excuse me, private sectors. Um, when planning your next project, consider BEI for all of your aggregate supply needs, including equipment rentals, topsoil sales, haulage, floating, hot mix, uh, paving. Basically, they move stuff. Give them a follow. Or excuse me. You can find them at BonisherExcavating.com or give them a shout at 613-432-1120. BEI is always helping to shape the Ottawa Valley. And a friendly reminder, uh, this time of year, everybody's on the roads with no kids being in school to slow down in construction zones and pay attention. <laughs> Look at you. Uh, and by Battlegrounds Axe Throwing. Um, it's safe. It's fun. It's great for a party event or just something to do. Get out. Just throw some axes at the wall. Leave some frustration if you want to. Completely safe. Uh, no need to practice. The coaches show you the ropes when you get there. Um, Battlegrounds Axe Throwing Facility is fantastic. It's on. Uh, it's in the East End, by the way. Uh, for the fun for the whole family as well. Kids 12 and up can show up uh, and throw with the Guardian. Uh, also, you can do a uh, couple's nights out uh, and, of course, corporate events. Uh, Battlegrounds. Go to battlegrounds.com. All right, everybody. Let's get to it, shall we? Oh, by the way, Yorkie, we've been invited to uh, BEI's Free Hockey Friday. Whoa. Oh, what time is yeah. race at? I, I don't know. Uh, I got the phone conversation had to end because he had to go to a meeting. But um, <laughs> he's like, if you want to come out, we've got some room. All and right. He's like, Brent, That's do you cool. even play? Do you? So, I was going to, well, can you? I don't know if I've played. It's probably been 10 years, maybe. What kind of wow. skates you got? The old Bauer Huggers? What do you got? No, no. I got CCM Tax 9.5s. I think they're 9.5s. They're gold. You got the pump on the side? No, I don't <laughs> have the pump. No, no. But my, I, I'm now down to no socks because they're too small. So I wear them without socks. It's actually cool. quite comfortable. With I could see you with a nice pair of Micron Orbits, the old, <laughs> the old moon boots, the plastic blade, or <laughs> <laughs> some Cooper Ruse. Remember the Cooper Ruse? I'm going way back. I used to have an iTech helmet. Remember those ugly iTech helmets when they first came in, and everybody like oh, Steve yeah. Martin's was getting ten grand to wear them. Oh, I know they were awful, awful. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's get to the game, shall we? The five-one win mm -hmm. in Detroit. Aside from all the, the win, we can discuss that later, but nobody cares as much about the win as they do about what happened. So the Matthew Joseph, Dylan Larkin incident, then there's the David Perron incident, who has a hearing. It's likely to be a minimum of five games, although the league can do what they want with that call, but it's expected mm -hmm. it will be five games or more. So let's start mm -hmm. with Matthew Joseph. Uh, Yorkie, I'm going to start with you being the D. Mm -hmm. This, to me, I understand the outrage because of the result i just mm -hmm. can't get to the point where anybody thinks that this is malicious targeting i think he misses his hit where he's trying to obviously push him down and the mm -hmm. stick is up high it's a penalty no question i just don't believe it to be is malicious. it is it a penalty yes <laughs> it's a penalty I, I, so this year they started to call cross checks to the back in front of the yeah, net more often you know they, they it's so I'll, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what's wrong with the nhl <laughs> nobody knows what the rules is wow, after a whistle or in scrums. We're really the only league that allows nonsense to happen after a play is done in any other sport. If you do something after the whistle right away, penalty mm -hmm. like, and, and, and if you even do it in football, three out of the game, like, could you mm -hmm. imagine a guy takes a big hit in football and all of a sudden a couple linemen, just start duking it out because if it's a bad hit, would it be awesome? Absolutely. 
but it's just it's I don't now now the players it's just they think they don't know who they have to defend when they have to it used to be I think it was only Gretzky okay. if Gret, if Gretzky anyhow can we get to, to the- answer your to answer your question I and it's a borderline penalty but the problem is everybody now thinks they have to come in and be Superman and 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 what happened to Larkin's awful and when he's lying on the ground like that I can see why you do it but it's just hockey's got to the point for me where all this nonsense after the whistle has to go away. And I just, it's, it's just. Okay, but that's just, not going it, away. Can we get it to should, the hit? It, it can just, go. It can okay, go away. This has nothing to do with the it, hit. At nothing the to the hit. There's nothing to the hit. It was a really bad, unfortunate circumstance for Larkin. And at most, it was exactly what they called a two-minute penalty. And it's unfortunate Kelly came in too. I didn't see a lot of, I see intent for guys to get in there and I, I think Joseph called it boxing out, whatever you want to call it. It's just really bad luck for Dylan Larkin. And, and then after that, the uh, parole comes in because that's what you have to do in today's NHL, especially if it's your captain. So he comes in and does that. Uh, and that's just now part of the game, I guess. Like go cross check a guy in the head. So anyhow, the hey, well, head- wait a, hold on, Yorkie. You're acting like in the '90s when you were played that that stuff never happened. It we're did happen, and, I, and I, it did happen. It did happen. And I'm just saying now with sports and the way it's just ridiculous what happens. Like just guys, it's it's just. I don't know what to make sense of it, but I, I feel bad for Larkin because he's hurt on the play. It's obviously awful. Uh, but for me, I, I didn't see any intent. I saw a two-minute penalty. And even even Perron, he comes in there. Yeah, he's trying to do some damage, but it's just it's such a reactionary thing. And I, I'll tell you this. So anybody that says I wasn't trying to hurt him are not really being are not being truthful. It's like I'm in a fight. You know, I didn't really try and hurt him. Well. There's, there's no chance always, any one of you has laid a body check and not trying to hurt the other I, guy. That's I, the whole it, point. It, just stop saying that. Just stop. I, I punched him, but I really didn't want to hurt him. Anyhow, for me, for me, as a two-minute penalty, I'm fine with that. Parole's going to get suspended. I'm fine with that too. I, it's a, I veer a little more towards the middle of the two extremes that we're talking about right now, and I've watched the, I've watched it twenty times. I agree with York in the sense that I don't think there was anything malicious about Joseph. I think he was trying to gain the inside edge. When I watched it in slow-mo, Lark starts to move down at the same time that Joseph hands come up. He, he directs. And, and here's where there is a penalty because the direct contact is the head, right? Yeah. I do believe that that was incidental contact. I don't think that there was anything malicious about the act. I think the perfect storm comes in when Kelly comes in from the other side and Larks makes contact again. And it's just a perfect situation of three shitty things happening. Yes. I don't know Joseph from Adam. I know Lark. So I was a little different about it. And, and my reaction right away was let's see that let's, I need to see this and I need to see if there was intent. There wasn't. And I don't like where people are trying to tie history in because that's not what going is yes. going through. Joseph's head's not in a place where Larks punched me a year ago and got suspended for two games. I'm going to get him back. That's not even, it's never, they've played each other since then. From Joseph's comments, they already patched that incident up where Larks felt the hit was shitty. Joseph felt the punch was shitty. And you move on. Both players, in my mind, are being completely truthful when they say nothing 
from previous incidents stem to this one. It's a really unfortunate outcome for Larks and the way that the play happened. There was nothing malicious. The Perron thing, that's malicious. But I have been in a situation where you see a player that is not, not this is just any player, but your captain's laying on the ice. He's unconscious or at the very least in a world of pain. And mm -hmm. your reaction is to go defend him in some sense. Did he do it correctly? No. Did he do it to a guy that had nothing to do with the play? Yes. <laughs> like Zoom, Zoom's over there waving somebody in going, Hey, hey, this guy's hurt. And then it's, he, and then he wears a cross check to the neck. Like that's a tough, that's a tough look. It's, when, when you, when, Bob, when you think, of, when you think about it though, the, the way we are in hockey, it's like, okay, properly is not if I cross check in the head, but if I just knock you with a bare knuckled punch to the head, that's fine. <laughs> Can exactly. you really? Yeah. What do you think about it, eh? The only weapon like, you can use is your fist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you really think about, and, and when you really think about it, it's just it's crazy. And that, hey, that's what people so, love. That's what so, hard people love about hockey, right? But I need. Break. Sorry, go ahead, Bob. I'll just finish by saying, Joseph's was a penalty. I don't believe it's something that should get looked at as any more than a two-minute minor. What happens? Unfortunate. Perron's getting the right call to have a meeting for five games and he's going to lose oh, yeah. six figures. <laughs> um, but, and I'm, so, I'm pretty sure he did that. And then the, in the way back to the locker room, I was like, Oh, I'd like that one back. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a little oh, light. In the wallet. Completely crossed. Yeah. Yeah. He just, yes. But that's I, what, but that's, but what Wally, but that's my point. That's what's, a, that's what's part and accepted in hockey. You have I, to do that. And, and that's, I see why he's yeah. doing, I'm not saying he shouldn't, he should be suspended, but. It's so like, there's well, not... like people Go got upset with Kevin BX's comments, um, saying that uh, I will take the five all day. That's what you're. And so, while I I disagree with trying to deliberately attempt to hurt somebody, I understand his point. Although I think he just completely said it wrong. And that is, mm -hmm. do you remember in the Toronto Maple Leaf Boston Bruin game, uh, Timothy Lilligren got hurt, and then. Boston didn't do, or sorry, Toronto didn't do anything to respond about the injury yeah. and bought, right? And then for like a week, everybody's like, oh, Toronto won't do anything. You're supposed to go and you're supposed to do something. And that's yeah. the mentality. So that's exactly what David Perron's trained to do. Same, Bob, same for you, if you will, when it came to Todd Saloff and Clark MacArthur in training camp. Yes. He hits Clark MacArthur, knocks him out. You go right at him because that's, that's your boy. I get it. So that's I, that's the mentality. Whether people agree with it outside of hockey, it doesn't really yep. matter. Inside the game, that's the game. So mm -hmm. uh, did David Prawn choose the right guy? Not really. But <laughs> but that's it's still somebody on the ice. He did think he fell on him because Zub does – he falls, but he doesn't fall really on Dylan Larkin. Yeah. No. The other thing about... is – hold on. The other one is uh, Matthew Kachuk and Brady Kachuk in the game the last – uh, Panther game when Matthew goes, I'll go at Jake Sanderson then. And that's what they did, right? So mm -hmm. it's the intimidation factor. Listen, they may not be going after Matthew Joseph. They'll go after somebody else. It, it's all part of the game. Whether you like it or not, that's the way it is played. And so mm -hmm. I think David Prawn deserves a considerable suspension, like five games. But that's those are all within the confines of how this game is played these days. Well, no, you get suspended for it. Yeah, but a suspension isn't end your career. A suspension yeah. just no, means no. you're out for a couple games, you pay some money, and you come back and play again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. No, they're doing the right it's thing. It's like a speeding ticket. You get a fine, you pay, you come back. 
he comes back. How about poor Zube? What's going through him? He's sitting there all of a sudden. What? I just broke my jaw. Now I'm getting this. Come on, give me a break. What's going through yeah. his head probably isn't much, right? Like he just got his bell rung again. Oh, not God. long after he came back. Like that's all right, all so everybody's like, well, what about Dylan Arkin? He's got a concussion history. Well, you know what? Artem yeah. Zub didn't go, hey, wait, don't hit me. I have a concussion history. Like, yeah. let's not like let's stop saying that we should know that Dylan Larkin has a history and nobody can touch him. Yeah, like, no, it's, that's that's an asinine thing to believe. Um, because it's not fact it's not factoring in anybody's head when you no. when you when he makes a play and you rub him out against the wall. It's just you can't you can't and we went through this with Clarkie to a degree back before the Columbus game. And Clarky simply fell down on the ice. It was out. If you remember when that happened, Wally, um, mm-hmm. you were you were covering us at the time. Nobody, you can't be in a position where you're tiptoeing around players because that's how other injuries happen. So nobody's ever thinking that, and nobody's ever taking that into consideration. And I I think that people have to remember that. Like I don't I don't care if a player's had a concussion. If his head's down, I'm going to finish my hit. It it it, be, it it has no consequence on me playing the game correctly to finish a hit because somebody's been through some stuff. Um, it just isn't right. And Yorkie, a lot of times you can attest this. I don't know that. Like yeah. I, I we've all had a concussion or two, game, but it's just you don't think fast. about it. It's too fast. You don't have and and this is and this is the this is the problem everyone gets into now of slowing down. Well, watch if you slow down the play here, right at the last minute, he elevates into the head, and that four should be a suspension. Here's <laughs> the problem, and you know what's ironic about all this is is Torts just came out last week and basically lambasted the players in the league because nobody knows how to defend protect themselves anymore. They put themselves in shitty positions, yep. they don't realize because it's now the debate's starting about kids when they're younger. And I do agree with that. Like you're now seeing a generation of players that have grown up not learning that hockey's dangerous. It's so I, true. I like, agree with that. It's like I call it I call it your hockey spider sense. You when you when you first get on the ice and you're just allowed to roam around freely, like there's nobody else out there that's gonna hurt you, and then you start turning your back. Like, look at the some of the plays that have been happening lately, some of these hits every single morning. You go on the go on Twitter or X and you, you see another guy flying into the boards, and guys are smart too. Guys know how to work it and sell it. It's just it's just funny how Torch said this, and all of a sudden we're seeing all this. And then Larkin's situation's different, but yeah. Like I said, it's uh, there. Is, there is, it is a problem in the league, though, of guys not of guys putting themselves in bad spots a lot, a way more often nowadays. Yes, yes, yeah. And but, when you talk about and not to get off of it, but when you talk about the Gabranson hit that turned into what it turned into, mm-hmm. that this is a guy that's been in the league. Like he was a high draft pick. He's been in the league. He plays yeah. the game with an edge. That's his role. But you said it right before we got on. Cut the net. What are you doing? Right? You take the net. You take an angle that puts you oh. completely. It's because guys guys don't think they're going to get hit anymore. Yeah, right? Guys just don't think they're going to get hit. How do you this. not think you're not going to? How on her. earth, as a defenseman, do you not think you're getting hit? Yeah, look at that angle. Uh, yeah. The, the puck kind of gets away. And, and I love I love Goody as a player. He's tough as they come. Um, yeah. And I, I have no problem what he did. I, all, all, a lot of times, too, when you're a guy like that big, that strong, you probably don't think guys are going to try and hit you. It's like, <laughs> yeah. no one's going to hit me out here. If they hit me, it's going to do. But it's <laughs> funny. You, it's, 
I will say it's funny you bring up the his angle is wrong and he kind of puts himself in that because people yeah. on the outside looking in don't think of that being part of it. If he plays yeah. the angle right, then it's just a shoulder rub, right? Well, if if but, if yeah, if the puck the puck the puck squirts off his stick for a no, split I, second. No, I get it, but when, yeah. So, but it, if the it, angle it, is right, it's a shoulder. It's a bump, right? Yeah. What what yeah. most defensemen do is when you have a forward forechecking you on your back, you kind of slow down and then you cut the net real sharp and then you can't get you. It's you're always taught yes. to never let this happen to you as a defenseman. <laughs> like yes. never. Chris Neal loved that. He loved uh, going behind the net. No, right? Neal come, Neal, Neal he, he would come just come the other, the other way. way. He's coming the other way <laughs> yeah. to get you. But or, uh, my point is, does Dylan Cousin just launch himself though recklessly? I really don't find it that bad of a hit, to tell you the truth. I really? Didn't I didn't either. I um, don't. I don't. I just think uh, puck bounces. Goody then puts his head down to to recorral it, and it's just a perfect storm of timing. Of then when Cousins comes to finish, and it's a. Uh, it's just, it's just a, it's an unfortunate circumstance. But I get why Good Branson's coming to do that. He's a tough guy. You can't let somebody do that to you. And, and that's part of hockey. We just said that's the culture. Uh, you get hit. You got to go fight. You got to do something. That's, uh, and that's how Good Branson gets space out there. Next time a guy comes to forecheck him, he's going to think twice about doing that because they know he'll come after him once he's 100%. back from his suspension. 100%. Once he's back from his, well, that's what it <laughs> used to be. Like when, and all this, I hate saying this, but back when I played. You didn't touch tough guys on the ice. That's why they like they didn't have a lot of skill, but they'd skate around and you just kind of let them lose the puck on their own. <laughs> because if you, <laughs> like I ah, just let him skate himself into the corner, he's not going to do anything anyhow. Because he's, he's trying to hit. <laughs> he's skating 100 miles an hour to nowhere with that thing. We'll just let him yeah. go. <laughs> you know, some guys like George. I don't know if you guys remember George Larocque. He'd be in the corner and he's like 260, 270. He couldn't take the puck. He just put his butt to you. Stick handle in the corner, and sooner or later he'd lose the puck. It's just that's that's how you did business. Man, I got a good. I got a. I played with a Mike Hoffman, not the one in Ottawa, a real tough guy in uh, Portland. And man, there is never. I wish people would really latch on to go into American Hockey League practices because the entertainment factor in an American League practice, when you have three lines of meat, is just through the roof. Um, and Mike Hoffman would come over to me before practice, and um, I was up and down a lot that year, but I actually really I, I got to like him a lot. And he'd come over and be like, "Hey, two things for today: I'm not throwing a pass that isn't a sauce, and I'm backhand toe dragging everywhere." And I'd be like. This practice is off the rails. It's like our show sometimes. <laughs> like if, if Mike Hoffman's trying to dangle nobody, we're in trouble. <laughs> but he was so much fun, man. Those guys were just God. great for the game, weren't they? But, yeah. So good. Yeah. So like that, good. Those are the ones you could just let them go. Just let them. Just let them be out there. All right. So be before we flip back to uh, <laughs> Detroit, I want to finish the Good Branson thing for a sec because it's fascinating to me with Nick Cousins, as everybody's trying to jump all over, I think I said yeah. Dylan, is... Cousins, yeah. I love uh, how he plays, by the he way. He tries to fight him twice, and both times, I'll, I'll say turtles. Mm -hmm. As teammates, are you going, listen, guy, if you're going to throw those hits, you got to do... You, you got to answer the bell. Now, before everybody jumps on me and said, you shouldn't have to fight after clean hits, I get it. That's not what I'm saying here. In the National Hockey League, if you make the hit, you're expected to answer it, regardless of what I think. So... Mm -hmm. Uh, Bobby, uh, you're the forward, so I will start with you. But uh, what is the reaction by the Florida Panthers if Nick Cousins doesn't want to have to answer? I think it depends on who's coming after you. Like, 
he's making a business decision. <laughs> so <laughs> um, that's that's the exact that's the exact defi uh, definition. Excuse me of a mismatch fight. <laughs> so oh, um, I do think that there's a time where you're going to have to answer the bell. And I kind of wish he had done it a little differently than he did. And if I was his teammate, I don't think I would have, I wouldn't have judged him for it, but I, part of me would have been like, you, you threw a very, you, you threw a shit hit. Um, I don't again, but I don't think that's a dirty hit. I think it was just an unfortunate outcome. So I don't know. I, I don't think I, I wouldn't be on him about that by any means. Sure. I well, would have you, absolutely roasted him you, about turtling. <laughs> but, you guys are um, <laughs> like, you okay there? You got in the shell real fast. Are you guys? Uh, are you guys Kirby enthusiasm guys? You like Larry David? I've never seen it. Oh, you, you like you're like you actually. Larry David is another Wally personality. <laughs> I don't well, like you just the show. Did, you know, he like just did the Larry David where he goes. Ah, ah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anyhow, I yeah I. I don't know, man. That, that that if he drops the gloves and squares off with Goody, that's not going to go well. No, no, <laughs> I, no. I get and that happens, but I'm just saying, for oh, you to turtle twice, like, can you? I don't know. At some point, you're going to have to answer that. No, I don't know. You want to get I, beat I, up? I, you want to get beat up? No, like I, I'm probably more on Nick Cousins side of things. I get it, but I don't play in the National Hockey League either. <laughs> you oh, want to get beat up in front of twenty thousand people? I don't know. Well, do you they, want to they, they look send at what, okay? What this? is your what is if someone were to say to you, Claude Lemieux? What is your first reaction? Claude Lemieux, great yeah. playoff player. Do you see? I, I can't answer that accurately because the only thing I really know about him is what happened Detroit, in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's a he's a rat. Like, but he's he was known man. as a, a turtle. But he fought. He ended up fighting. He ended up he fighting did, Darren no. McCarty. And he, yeah, he, and he, he did a hell of a lot. Like he was very very good. My point is, people yeah. sometimes the first thing they think of is the guy that turtled on the ice. So Cousins, he was originally given a match, right? And they went back and put it down to a minor. Is that what happened? And that was correct, right? I believe so. Yes, I, yeah, I, they, I think so. Yeah, the refs put it back to a two-minute penalty, and they got it right. I think so. I don't know. Is everybody got a fight because they like we're gonna have like fights like every well, two minutes every hockey game? No, but it, then it. But does the pendulum swing the other way to a lot of nonsense? And and that's what uh, I'm like. This is the been, so like I, I think said, there's been three or four incidences this past weekend mm -hmm. of nonsense get, going on get get hockey's gotta get rid of this shit after the whistle no more of this so call the instigator and, no more of this pushing and shoving and guys gathered around after face-offs just start taking as soon as there's a scrum you're got you're getting a penalty that's how you stop that's how you get rid of it you but if one. two guys if if two guys if two guys right away drop the gloves and fight fine whatever but all this stuff after the whistle like i was always taught play between the whistles, play between the whistles. And there's just too much garbage after the whistle. It, it doesn't need to happen. Fighting's one thing, but I don't know. It's just, it's, it's gotten ridiculous. And all the, all the fighting after clean hits and guys don't even know so what a clean soft. hit is anymore. That's See, I don't think that's the entire game when you played. I don't, I don't think refs have the same pulse that they used to either of games. They don't, they don't at all. They don't have the same pulse. Like refs used to be able to let it go a little bit. And then they would pull a guy aside and say, hey, this is where you're at. Here's the line. Yeah. And that would have players rethinking things. Refs don't do that as much as they used to. I noticed that difference in my time in the league as it, as it ended. Um, 
that there was less communication between the ref and the player committing an infraction yeah. um, or whatever you want to call it, committing a face wash, whatever it might be. I think that that's, that's really fallen off. And I think that yep. if you want to get rid, you're never yep. going to get rid of it completely. I don't, I, I truly believe it's always going to be part of the game, but I think that it can be policed better. Mm-hmm. And you can make a player hurt his team by taking a penalty and the ref sets a tone by making one call and it actually squashes a lot of it. Yorkie, you know that like mm-hmm. somebody got a face washing penalty. That's a, you know, now, now there's the line. There's where the ref's going to be for the rest of the night. And that's, that's gone. It is gone. It is gone. It's tough. Like these, the refs now have supervising, supervising them upstairs. They're making way more money. There's way more on the line games. There's, there's betting now involved. There's all kinds of intangibles, a lot of pressure on these guys. It's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. And like I said, I always, I always say this, anybody ever sits ice level and sees how fast this game really is, it's, it's, it's the hardest game to officiate. There's so much shit going on. But uh, no, I agree. Like the, the refs, and I don't, the, t- the two-man system's tough too, right? Like it's a whole other conversation. One guy's calling this style, the other guy's calling this style. It's like what what style, what 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 is tolerated and not tolerated? It's, a lot of times guys don't know. It's confusing. The, the rule book would be a good idea. How about we use that? <laughs> well, like I said, there's two different rule books. There's, the a rule book. there's a rule book. There's a rule book for what goes on between the whistles. But after the whistles, nobody knows. Like how many, how many punches do you get to the face? How many, how many slashes can you do? Are you allowed to snow the goalie? How much snow can you snow them with? It's like, it's like, there's so much different shit. That I agree with. Anyway, we'll obviously not solve it today. I do. The only thing I agree with, I think the referees, despite everybody's reaction, called the play with Joseph and with David Perron exactly the way it should have been called. Well, they're better than the NFL refs, eh, Bob? Don't start, Yorkie. Can you just stay on topic? Yeah. I don't have time for that tangent today. Um, But I would agree with exactly what Wally just said. I think all the penalties that came from that were correct. I agree. Yeah, And I think that walking back to good Branson hit from a five to a two is also correct. I bet you the refs watching that on an iPad were going, holy hell, goody, take take an angle. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Uh, but it's funny you talk about the rule book. I don't know that there's one coach because I started going through the rule book yesterday. Uh, I just wanted to look up the exact wording for supplemental discipline and whatever. And um, it's, I think it's about 478 pages, the rule book. Mm-hmm. There is not one coach or one player that has ever, ever read the rule book. And in fact, today, uh, DJ Smith, after, um, I think it was after, the whistle with Dylan Larkin. And he says, I don't know. I don't know anything about after the penalties afterward. Something like he didn't understand about supplemental discipline or whatever happens. My point is nobody knows the rule book. Like changes. All have you, I'd love, I'd well, love to fight you on that point, but I, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> it amazes me that the players and the coaches, like just don't know the rule book. Yeah, I know it better. You know, it's funny. I know it better now than when I played. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, I, you guys are I, arguing I, stuff. You don't even know if it's true or not. The fact that you just 478 pages, and I would have guessed 75 is baffling yeah, to me. Yeah. Now, <laughs> he's definitely, now he's definitely not reading it. <laughs> no, yeah. That'll be a test next week. Uh, all right, we're moving on to the game. And that's uh, – so Ottawa's now – they seem to be on a bit of a roll. Not necessarily – like, not as a juggernaut, but compared to what we've seen them play to where they are, 
they just seem to be in a different level of play. Would uh, I know the wins are piling up because of it, but I just think that their play in general is on a different level. Who wants to start? Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll just agree with you. I watched that game in its entirety the other night, and they looked like a team that's, um, I guess, what do you want to say, found their stride in, in a sense. Um, some of the guys that you know, Tarasenko, for example, had to come out of it a little bit um, after not scoring for a minute. He seems to have done that. You put him around good players, that's going to happen. He's making plays. Um, Kubalik was good. A lot of guys that were struggling kind of found their footing at the right time because if they want to, like, we talked about it very quickly. They're still in last place, but that's more schedule related than it is points related. And they need to win the month of December to put themselves back in the conversation because they're no doubt going to be making games up in hand this month compared to some other teams' lighter schedules. They looked good across the board the other night. Um, and power play looked the power play looked way more decisive to me. Um, there wasn't as much dusting it off. Um, so every they had a great week. It's a great week um, for them. And now it's about continuing to build on it before they go on the road. They need to, they need to Carolina, Carolina. I know we'll get into that tomorrow, but that doesn't look like mm. a team that used to look like itself at all right now. So there's points to be had there. Um, so all in all, I, I mean, I, I'd love, I'd love to disagree with you in any area, but I, I thought on Saturday night, they looked as good as they've looked all year. Gavin, can you go back to that board that had the sends uh, the stats there with the player stats and the, uh... See that little column there beside Corp- Corpusalo? See what that save percentage is? That'll do Nine, it. 958. 968. Sorry, yeah. I got to put my glasses on here, fellas. <laughs> um, and let's look at their other wins when, when Forsberg was in that. Well, okay. You it, know what? Ah, sh- sh- zip it. Zip it. <laughs> this, you, you show me a good goalie. Show me a goalie that's making saves. And I'll show you a team that's winning. I so, know there's more. I know there's more to it than that, but that is the number one reason why this team is playing better hockey right now. Because a couple of those games, they still had breakdowns. There still were some opportunities, but goaltenders. Sometimes when you're a goalie, you got to make the one that maybe you're not supposed to make. Mm-hmm. Outstanding save. They're getting really good goaltending right now, and they're getting secondary scoring. So uh, okay, a, a lot of things. A lot of number one though for me is goaltending. Then we're going to, all right. So funny you say that, Yorkie. In today's Did You Know, uh, which is brought to you by Wendy's, letting you win real food with your fantasy teams this year, the Wendy's Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool. Go to uh, dailyfaceoff.com, click on the Wendy's Survivor Pool logo, and uh, get in on the action. For those of you who dream of smoking the competition, Wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that will have you winning despite your lack of winning combinations. Uh, here's the big secret to lineups it's all syrup dishes, like Wendy's new limited edition chicken strips and French toast sticks. Sometimes the best teammates are the ones you'd least expect. A little maple syrup. Um, Sign up today, Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool, to win weekly prizes like chicken strips and French toast sticks from Wendy's and the Wendy's app. Of course, today's Monday, so the new week starts today. Uh, get in and start to pick for the week. All right. So, Yorkie, you happen to say. So, here it is. In the first 18 games, Auto ranked 27th in save percentage at 883. In the last four games, Ottawa tied for second overall in the league at a save percentage of 945. And guess what? They've won three or four. 
Oh, it's amazing how that happens, isn't it? Amazing, <laughs> right? as Ricky Gervais right. would say. No, it's it's look look at their goalies. They're they're playing the way. Oh, well, no no goaltender can carry these kind of save percentages out throughout an entire season. But we expected more from the tandem throughout the start of the season, throughout the first ten to fifteen games. Now we're at the twenty game mark, so hopefully the two of them have settled in now and and they'll start playing to the capabilities of with what everybody thought. Because that's what happens. Bad teams usually have bad goalies they go hand in hand yes just like uh, peas and carrots peas and carrots so um no that's number one for me and you know the, the, the what's amazing to me is you look at the defense and everybody we were talking about before not having shabbat in the lineup and again goaltending shabbat's still not in the lineup but now they're winning um, because they're getting they're getting they're getting timely saves when they need them and and those are huge how happy do you think DJ Smith is right now to have a decision based on who's going to go in net because they're both playing oh. stellar as opposed to, well, I can't get a save from either. Right. <laughs> it's a great, but, but there's a certain level of stress that comes with that because you're like, Corby was so yeah. good. I have to run it back, but is he going to yeah. be the same as it, it's, it's a, it's a great, it's a blessing and a problem that you want to have and you want to be yeah. paid to make, but man, it's uh, like, would one of you just really elevate for me? <laughs> hey, and how about, how about separation? How about Jacques Marte right now? He's sitting back in the chair. See, I, I was going to make a Jacques joke. Yeah, come in and just uh, here we go. You know what <laughs> yeah, I got to do, Bobby? I'm going to hire. I got to hire Jacques Martin to come in and fix my fantasy football team. I, I'm a mess. I can yeah. miss the playoffs again. Just terrible. But hey, I, I, I'll give DJ like this was getting worked out before Jacques came in. Jacques coming in. He's calming. He's going to be a good influence. But the coaches were getting on this like. You have no idea before. if the coaches were fixing this or not. And the reason I'll tell you that is because we watched it for four years beforehand. I'm telling you, Jacques Martin and Alfie have fixed this deep. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. Prove okay, me explain, wrong. Explain your, explain, explain your theory, how that happened. So Jacques shows up and suddenly they just magically start saving pucks? Well, he's been here a week. He hasn't implemented anything. <laughs> They've only—that's only been a week. Hey, Jacques yeah. was a former. Jacques was a former goalie, though. You guys, I'll have you guys know he I, was an old. I'm, Jacques's I'm an old goalie. You, if this goes on for another week, Wally's going to be hanging banners. <laughs> <We can't>, like, <laughs> no, they found the stride. They—they they just found the stride. No, okay. you know, no doubt that no doubt that conversations that are being had with Alfie and Jacques are starting to. Especially Alfie, because he's been around a little more, obviously. Yeah, it's for sure it helps. Effect. But yeah. it helps. But let's give the players the credit because they came out of a funk. And that's what Listen, the league about. Bob, you win with the players you lose. It's, it is, I don't even want to put a person, what is it? 80% the players? Like when, when you really look at think Edmonton. about They changed the Ed coach. They've won seven in a row. No, was the coach a bad well, coach? Connor McDavid's got 14 in his last five, too. So he's I'm pretty good. Saves. Okay, some but saves. that's my point. They changed the coach in Montreal, mm. went with Martin St. Louis, and Cole Caulfield suddenly was scoring at will. Don't tell me like the coach doesn't have some play in this. He does, he does for sure. He does for sure. But like Drake Batherson is playing now, like he did last year during that stretch. Uh when yeah. things were on the line, he's playing with so much urgency now. How about that pass? On uh, the Stutzla goal. Oh man, that saw like I uh, man. We'll have to I, had show a cool, that. I had a good conversation with him Saturday after the game about that. I sent him a message because I was like, "That was yeah. our world," and he was 
he's he's fired up. He's he's happy that he's coming out of what we would consider a funk. But it's hard for us to say that when he's a five million dollar guy surrounded by eight, and he does a lot of little things right that make those eight million dollar players better. So I think he's, he's much more important than people give him credit for. Uh, we've been saying that we've been saying that yeah. for a long time. Like a lot of people wanted to run this guy out of town, and he's still going to have his ups and downs. But you don't trade a guy that's on that salary for that skill set. And people are seeing what he can do when he gets the puck. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's, he makes guys around him better, plain and simple. Like that pass was all world. Like it was just, just real. And it's been some nice combination. Like he plays well with really good players. And then you go, well, why was he struggling before? It just seems whoever went down to that third line before didn't do well. It's like, yeah, Tarasenko was down there for a while. They put Drake down there for a little while. Nobody could get anything going. So, hey, maybe the maybe the magic secret ingredient here, the guy we haven't even talked about yet, is Ridley Gregg. Yeah, <laughs> since he's been back in the lineup, right? Look at this team. Wait, he's in tomorrow's show. Hang on. Okay, we'll <laughs> save him for tomorrow. If you, if you <laughs> stick to the nerd report for today. Um, by the way, you can you can name you can label the uh, Stutzel line, the BTS line, if you're into. K-pop, by the way, that's that. Uh, that? What are we talking about? It, is yeah, it BT, BTS. That went right over Yorkie's head. Yeah, <laughs> I should. I should have probably set him up better for that. <laughs> Sorry, that's on me. Uh, I'm, there, not a, there is, I'm not a K-popper either, so uh, yeah. <laughs> what, there is. Uh, got to come up with something else. <laughs> there's someone else I want to talk about today who ends up being our hot performer because he goes somewhat under the radar, uh, but it's brought to you by DoorDash. Um, did you know there is, I think it's two weeks today that uh, Christmas is coming. Uh, make gift shopping fun again with DoorDash. Shop for everyone on your list with items like gift cards, uh, candles if you want, flowers, all kinds of stuff. Um, yes, even that last minute stuff. Finding the perfect gift has never been easier with DoorDash. Restaurants, groceries, pharmacies, all that stuff. DoorDash really has everything you need to make the holiday special. Ordering is easy. Just open the DoorDash app. Choose what you want from where you want. With Double Dash on DoorDash, you can order from multiple restaurants or stores in the same delivery without additional delivery fees. For a limited time, our listeners get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order, $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code NATION25, that's 25% off, $10 value, zero delivery fees on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app in the App Store, enter code NATION25, offer valid in Canada, subject to change terms apply. JBD is today's hot performer. Uh, he, He goes under the radar, but I think his game lately... I almost think since Sweden, his game has been really, really good. Um, I just happened to pick the last three games because he's plus six. He got his first NHL goal, uh, but I think he's just settling in. Tomorrow, if you, yeah, he should play in the game, is his 50th NHL game. Yeah, I agree. I, I think he's, and I, I agree with you since Sweden. I took notice of him in Sweden, and I think the X community did too, because he started to play with a little more edge and he was making yes. some hits and some great defensive reads. And that's what he needs to do to assert himself within this lineup. We don't need another puck moving defenseman. We already got four. This is where your stick is going to be with this role. And I think he's taken that on. Well, um, I love the goal the other night. Cause it was nice to see him get rewarded. Cause he's been quietly good for, for a minute here. Um, and Yorkie, I think it's different between forwards and defensemen of what the number of games for things to slow down is. Yeah, it's still I fast for him right now, yeah. It's still fast, but I do think it's regressing, if that makes sense. I start. I, you can start to see him make plays in space that he wouldn't have had at the start of the season. 
Um, for me, I think the magic number for forwards, I would always say was 75 to hundred. There just, yeah. there seems to be a shift there. And I don't know if that's more or less for defensemen, but I do believe it's happened for him because he looks, he looks much better. I'm looking at, so now that was his 49th NHL game. He's played 49 NHL games. So he doesn't have a lot of experience yet, but he's now getting more ice time. And, and when you get in as a defenseman, I always say this. When you're playing 12 minutes, it's really tough. 15 is tough. He's getting up there sometimes now around 19. I think he's had a few over 20. I'm just going off memory here. But when you know, when you know that the coaches have trust in you to put you out in situations like that, man, your confidence just grows. It grows and you don't, it's like you don't want to let them down for trusting you. Mm-hmm. And then you start rolling and you start getting more confidence and you get some momentum in your game. That's what I'm seeing with him right now. He's just feeding off the trust he's been given, and and it's it's good to see. Like he's he's got a, you do got to make plays, but I think with him, just keep being like you said, Bob, making the big hit, or even doesn't even have to be a big hit. Just just being physical when when the when the situation calls for it, because they don't have that really. They don't have a guy that yeah. can do that. So if he can fill that need, man, he can have a nice little career because they really they really especially on the right side. You got Sanderson's a left. Chikrin's a left, Shabbat's a left, Brant's really your only decent right shot defenseman uh, that's that's going to be here long term is Zub. Yeah. So it's it, it's a perfect situation for Bernard Docker, and if he can, I'm, sh- I'm sure he knows that. I'm sure his agents telling that the coaches when he has his meetings. Hey Jacob, there's a good opportunity for you here. We love what you're doing, and then you just keep you get more and more amped up. So I'm happy for him. This has been he's had a nice little run, and now the challenge is keep keep it going. Yep. Couldn't agree sometimes more. We- we need to be patient, right? We we always oh. hammer on players playing in 20 games, and we say all the time, D especially, you need about 300 NHL games to really start to feel comfortable. And yeah, three the guys three, got 50. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and and also, like, it is so hard to defend in today's modern NHL. You got to have a great stick. As soon as you put a glove on a guy, you're usually getting whistled. You can't, like, there's, you got to be, do have so many things out there, and it's he's still gonna have his ups and downs, and that's what people have to understand. Like, it's, it's gonna take time, but right now it's going good. It's, it's for, just like I said, he's got he's got to find a way to keep it going. Is is he in your top six when Thomas Shabbat's healthy? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. 
For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, go ahead, Bob. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I'll, I already have my answer. I'll let, want me to go first? For me, he is. Right now, he is, yes. Yeah. I... I I, 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 I have him over Hamannick on my depth chart. I, I, I do, and no disrespect to Travis, he's had a great career. He's he's done some nice thing for the Senators, but I, you know, if if, if Bernard Docker continue to play like this, he's a perfect guy to put in your in your in you know when when you're healthy, probably in your five six tandem. Yeah. He, like that's you look at that right now. Yeah, I, I would have him in there. Especially yeah. too, you you be rock solid and physical. Put him with a guy, and you put him with Brandstrom in your third pairing. I think that's a nice third pair. Um, I, you couldn't have said that before because there wasn't enough experience, but now he's getting a little more experience. And you put him in situations to succeed, right? Especially at home, you you can really put him in situations where he can have success. Yeah, when you can control last change by putting a that's a, that's a small third pairing, right? By yeah, all it is by, by mm-hmm. what the league is now. Um, but I, I'd be comfortable playing them together at home where I can control who they're seeing more often. Um, but he does make my top six, and that's no disrespect to Hamannick. I played against him a long time. I think he's a he's had a yeah. nice career for himself. It's just that that the career is obviously starting to come to an end at that age, right? That's just what happens. So I um, would I would I would have JBD in my lineup every night right now. Uh, Bob, will you be uh, getting the blinds ordered soon, or how how are they all playing out for you? <laughs> getting so, what? The blinds, the curtains. Um, <laughs> I think that they're they're in the mix. I don't know, but yeah. Can, can you see us without your eye, with your retina being burned out of your head? I'm I'm good, but I I noticed it when I'm sitting back, so I'll get a little closer to the screen here for that. But they are coming in, yes. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Um, there is. There is someone else I wanted to have a discussion about. Um, brought to you by Charm Diamond Centers, proudly Canadian, owned and operated since 1972. More than 85 locations across the country through Charm and their sister brands. I'm sure you've seen the proposed commercials all across uh, Canada. They've been on for a while now. Uh, get custom ring building delivered in less than four weeks with Charm Masterpiece Program and an unbeatable pricing policy. The holidays are coming. Perfect time to check out the large selection of Canadian lab-grown diamonds, mine diamonds, and don't pay until 2025 with their in-store financing. Charm Diamond Centers is giving you a chance to win a $5,000 gift card. Become a champion with the propose. How would you propose? One knee, the bend and snap. Christmas is coming, Bob. I want to know if something's going to happen. Um, tag <laughs> at Charm Diamonds on Instagram in a post or story with a video or photo of your propose. Remember, up to a $5,000 gift card. Um, be sure to hashtag the propose to be entered. For more information, go to charmdiamondcenters.com. Um, we'll just skip right over that, Bob. Uh, the, uh, Appreciate it. <laughs> Yuri Schmeckel made his NHL debut uh, in Detroit. He played 656, I think it is. He saw 11 shifts. Um, DJ said, you know what? Listen, he got one shift in the first, uh, too many penalties, all that stuff. I think it's too much to ask, to expect. Everybody's like, well, what do you think? Is he good enough? I don't think one game we should be assessing whether or not <laughs> one player can play in the National Hockey League. But I do no. love his size. I think he... He's a great fit on a fourth line uh, if we find out what he is. Yes, I think the I, I think that you could probably it, it's so hard. 
six minutes of hockey in your first game and then the game being kind of a a shit show um for lack of a better word excuse me but no i I think that's fair it's very very hard to get a read on a player so um and i i went back and watched a shift they're they're just that's what they were they were just shifts in a game that you were killing time in a five to one game is never a good place so i'd like to see more um and i think it's only fair to assess after you see him play upwards of 10 a few times and give him a chance to to build on something but i i think you know his cap is probably a third line guy that can give you some of that grinding physical down low play that holds pucks in zones he's good on he's good on his uh edges down low for a big guy too so he he's you know he reminds me of in a sense and i don't want to compare the players but from a from a stylistic point when you watch him is Mikel Bodker just the way that Mikel held guys off with his with his legs and his ass and Yuri's got a little bit of that so um I think there's a comparison to be made there and I I hope fans don't read that and think oh no (laughs) because of Bodker's time with us uh because Bodker's a good player man he was a good player he's a hell of a player yeah so I saw that comparison and I thought it immediately but I would like to see Schmeckel get uh (laughs) four or five games under his belt before we really Yep. Uh, it's uh put a cap on him. It's re- it's 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 really tough for a guy like him because he's he strikes me as a puck possession guy. And the one good thing that will be in his favor is he can extend plays in the offensive zone because he can hold guys off and and maybe bring two guys to him. Uh and I'm just going back on what I saw at a training camp when things were a little slower, pace was slower. He he looked really good. Just I don't think he fits great on a fourth line. To me, he'd be to your point. I, I think he, but is there a spot for him on the Ottawa Senators third line? When, right. when you look You're, at what happens, like that's he's not he's not better than Dominic Kubalik. So no, he's it, he's not he's not. And then you look at Ridley Gregg's there. You you, you look at uh, with how well Joseph's played. Um, the one thing he does have going for them, there's not a lot in the pipeline coming up for the Ottawa Senators. Like, he, like there's not a lot of of of, of depth um, as far as the forward position goes. But I need to see more. Like, I'm, I come on, I'll be who are we kidding? Judging him after six minutes, nobody can play six minutes and get a fair assessment. So, right, we'll yeah. see. Time, time will tell. Uh, all right. I should, it'll be remiss if we didn't say happy birthday to the greatest Ottawa Senator of all time. Uh, Daniel Alfredson turns 51 years old today. Oh, uh, Yorkie. And you, uh, you were busy with your cut and paste arts and crafts again. December 11th is a big, uh, it's, it's a big day. Well, you got Alfie, everybody knows. And then people that didn't know Matthew Kachuk also born on December 11th and then had to throw this in as well. Matthew York. 22 today. <laughs> the, Happy uh, birthday. Oh, he's fired up there. Hey, by the way, they're number two in the country right now. So things are going well for are they really the uh, soaring Eagles. Yeah. Got to give them a shout out. And I got to give my other boy, Jack Western Mustangs, uh, four straight heading into the break boys. So they say you're as you're as Bob, you'll learn this as your kids get older. You're as happy as your least happiest child. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hey Wally, Wally knows what I'm talking. You're as happy as a you're as happy as a parent as your least happiest child, and all my kids are rolling into the Christmas break pretty happy. So they're the old guys happy too. A lot of old fashions flying around the York House for for Christmas. Just just stocked just stocked up on my Blanton's uh, bourbon, (laughs) ready to go. The uh, uh, finally, Mark Castle skated today without or sorry in a regular jersey. 
he and and he said after practice that he's been targeting this road trip that he wants to be on it, which starts after the Carolina game. Um, it'd be interesting to see if he's ready to come back at that point, but it definitely looks like he can do it on the trip if that's the case. Uh, I think that's a huge boost. He's missed 14 games when he got injured after nine games, leading the Sens in faceoff percentage at 68.9 or 68.6 percent. Um, I think he's a uh, and people were. I know they were down on him because he didn't score early on. I just think he's a valuable piece, especially on that fourth line. Yeah, he's not supposed to score, guys. <laughs> yeah, but everybody wants everybody to have a hat trick every night. Hey, right? he's supposed you know to how that is. He's supposed to be north of 50%, and he's rocking a 70% face-off rate. He's doing everything you're paying him <laughs> 700 grand for, or whatever it is. I don't know what the league minimum is, but I love him. I think he brings an element that they're gonna welcome back into the lineup. Big time. I love I love him too, Bob. I, I think he's perfect on that fourth line, especially you get him and Rourke together. You got two centers on that fourth line. You got a you got a righty and you got a lefty. So you can great for D zone faceoffs with your fourth line's in there and you got to take a win a draw. I think it's awesome. But you know, if everyone talks about goals, Bob, there's only so many guys on your team that can score at, at, at a certain time, right? It's, yeah. it's 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 all opportunity related. Like yeah. right now, right now, Tarasenko scoring, Batherson scoring, Kachuk scoring. And then people are saying, why isn't Josh Norris scoring 35 like he did in his first year? And like, well, he's not going to get 35 because he's not, he's, he's not the main man anymore. It's just, you can only do what the opportunity is given to you. Unless, unless you're, unless you're sporting like a 30% shooting percentage, because the looks, the looks just aren't consistently there. As they were in the past, it's and and yeah. for for Casta, like he's never going to be put in offensive situations to get goals, and if he does, it's a bonus. So, all right, then, uh, Gavin, can you put the lines back up, please? Is Mark Kastelik, He was on the wing when he got hurt. Uh, does your buddy Rourke Chartier stay on the fourth line? Like, there's five people there, if you will: <laughs> Kelly Schmeckel, Chartier, Kastelik, McEwen. What are the three? I think what are the three? I don't know, but I think what we will see, what we will see is I don't think Chartier is coming out of the lineup. Schmeckel will before him, and that's only because yeah. he hasn't he hasn't had a taste of the league enough. And if you're going to be rolling a fourth line, I like exactly what Yorkie said. You got two guys that can win draws, take draws um, on the righty lefty side, so you can put a little more trust in those guys, give them some minutes. Um, so that's my that's my first solve is to is to move him in um i don't know who you put as the official center to me it doesn't really matter because mm -hmm. both those players are pretty defensively reliable um but that's that's what your perfect world would look like right now castle comes in schmeckel comes out and you got a fourth line that can play play some minutes for you now is totally rourke charche yeah. sorry sorry yorkie just before you step in there do you just mm -hmm. leave rourke at center and do the Giroux thing where castle just comes in to take the draws most likely I would, I would venture to get, I mean, I think DJ's got a pretty good, um, trust factor in Charche, right? Yep. So I don't think he's got a problem with him being center. So let Zach come in again. Um, or excuse me, Zach, um, let, um, Mark Castellet come in, get his feet wet. Cause again, missing 14 games with a high ankle sprain is tough. The high ankle sprains are always going to be a problem. Maybe you, maybe you expose him to a little less right out of the gate. Let him get his feet wet where he's not moving his feet as much on the wall. Um, the reads will look a little different for him, but he's capable. So that's probably my, myself, maybe move Kelly over to the mm -hmm. left, put a cast look on his forehand on the right, 
because Parker mm -hmm. can play across the board down there too. Yeah, Co co coaches love guys they can use in the, as an example. And the Rourke Chartier, I say it right there. I think I did. The Rourke Chartier story is a good one. No, you didn't. <laughs> he's a great story, and he's a great example of, of of working hard, perseverance. We'll see what happens when when Pinto eventually comes back. I I do believe that's when you're probably going to see a trade of some sorts. But he ain't coming out of the lineup in the near future. He's earned that. He's earned the trust of the coaching staff. You can tell they love the guy and. He just plays. He plays high percentage hockey that won't hurt you, and you like that on your fourth line. Uh, Shane Pinto, nineteen more games left in his suspension. <laughs> Still, wow. So, yeah, I think it's January twenty first, somewhere right there. Um, but I'm interested to see how that all plays out. And then with Ridley Gregg in the lineup, uh, Mark Castley coming back, and Mark Sharche, like all those guys playing well. How, how do they all fit? And uh, I think that's going to be very interesting. So. With that, um, by the way, Vladimir Tarasenko celebrates his birthday on the 13th. So we'll see if tomorrow. Uh, 32? Carolina. I think he's 32, right? So, yeah, I think so. 32, yeah. So, did well, you guys ever. Uh, no, we, think he's, we think he's 32, Bob. I'm guessing. I, I, I mean, he came in a league a little <laughs> way up to me, but yeah, I don't know. You never know with the Russian guys. I feel like he, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's 44. <laughs> it was one time a pitcher for the Yankees. Do you remember that Danny Almonte guy in the Little League World Series? Um, <laughs> Bob, I, I think your birthday's in the summer, is it not? No, I'm St. Patrick's Day. So. Both of you would have played on your birthdays. Yorkie, what are you? May? May 20th. Yeah. So uh, did you guys play much on your birthdays? Did it matter? I did early through junior hockey. And what was weird, you remember the name Ryan Perrant? He was, a, he was an 87 yep. born player like me. We played against each other in Guelph and Owen Sound. And we had the same birthday for like three years in a row or something like that. Because we would line up and it was the only kind of time we knew each other. We were like, happy birthday, buddy kind of go drop the puck or it was the day before day after but i played a lot of my birthday early on not so much in the um the later years of my career that's for sure did it matter no it's, it's another day isn't it well i yeah. don't know if you score on your birthday everybody makes a big deal so i didn't know oh no i don't money, money on the board ever, you get money everybody puts money on the board for a birthday so those yeah. guys in the summer are fine oh yeah they love it yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Yorkie, you had been a playoff guy. My best, my best, probably when I played my first year in Ottawa, wasn't my birthday, but we just had our first daughter, Alexandra, and she was born and she was, my wife had to stay back, Laura had to stay back in California. So they put my daughter up on the Jumbotron birthday when she was born. That's that was awesome. kind of cool. But for May 20th, I was always out in the first round, Ottawa. I think we only got to the second round once when I was with the Senators, so we weren't playing into May. Nashville, I made the playoffs again, booted in the first round. Uh, in the minors, in the minors, I always played up until May, but they usually wanted to get home, so you're like, yeah, <laughs> a little different. But uh, uh, I share my birthday with Milan McCulloch. Milo, what a guy! That was yeah, I really liked him. Anyway, uh, all right, gentlemen, we'll. Uh, Get your Christmas shopping done. I don't know if you're done yet, so we'll let you go and uh, be back tomorrow, 3 p.m. We can discuss Ridley Gregg that people wanted to chat about today uh, and a few other players. Plus, we'll discuss second periods. Uh, we'll do it all again tomorrow. See you at 3, everybody. Thanks for watching. See you. See you, guys.
Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.